Greetings, everyone. I am the Gentleman Patriot, and welcome to the Inspiration Station. Yes, this is a news and talk radio station, but between segments of news, talk, Bible study, and whatever we discuss, I will have custom music that is royalty-free that I myself have made. It will be instrumental, and they will have uplifting names. I hope to see you on here, and I hope you enjoy our station soon. We will have a custom email address to where you can send your responses to some of our content. And we'll have a mailbag day once a week. Alright, that is all I have to say. This is the Gentleman Patriot. Signing off. 36 Christian Observations by The Gentleman Patriot One, God is in complete control. Two, it's not always what you want when you are in a relationship with Christ, you must make sure you consider God's will. Three, people who don't believe in God or Jesus, I don't know how they cope when things go south, because when something goes bad, I always ask God for guidance. 5. Why worry when you can pray? 6. If you wish to be a true gentleman, ask the Lord to give you the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. 7. I wonder sometimes if the singer Sophie B. Hawkins, who sang the song, As I Lay Me Down to Sleep. I wonder if her parents were Christians and if she didn't just use that song for her own glory. 7. My favorite contemporary Christian song is called, That's All the Lumber You Sent. It has an interesting story in it. When I first heard that song, I thought to myself, I want to get in heaven. I don't want a two-room shack like the guy in the song. I want a full mansion. Knowing what it's like to be on the verge of committing suicide, if I ever talk to someone who is going through what I went through, I can be the voice of reason to say, come down, 
off that high ledge, and let's talk about why you wish to throw your life that God so lovingly gave you away. I got so tired of atheists asking, if God truly loved us, why people go to hell? And the answer to that is found in Romans 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, that does not mean we will be immortals like the Highlander, but we will be given a new body free of disease and disability, just as there will be a new heaven and a new earth. If you only consider Jesus a man, why does the Bible say in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, Let us make man in our own image. And in John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Well, that would have to mean that Jesus was with him in the beginning, so he could, couldn't just be human. If I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say God's name in vain, I would be a multimillionaire, but I'd give it all to the church. I do not believe in transhumanism. That is playing God, just as gene manipulation and cloning. If you are a transhumanist, you are spitting in your creator's face and saying, I don't need a God or a savior, I'm my own God. People who believe they are ten gods forget. Ten can still oxidize. Don't give up on God because God won't give up on you. If God wanted robots, he wouldn't have given us free will. In today's society, people forget the original meaning of the rainbow, even though now it is a symbol for homosexuality, before they took it as their banner, it was a promise from God to Noah that he would never flood the earth again. God is the real force. We can't do mind tricks or hold laser swords, but one power we do have is the choice to help others through Christ and to Christ. We Christians should not seek vengeance, because the Bible says, Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. God doesn't care if you're bad at singing or good at singing. The Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Knowledge is there as a grizzly bear in your campsite.
Wisdom is letting it do what it wants, because if you try to shoo it away, it might may try to eat you. We all have things we are good at. These are called talents, and we should use our talents to further the kingdom of God. If you are to talk to people about Christ, we should bring it up in love, not beat people over the head with the Bible. I may not always dress up for church, but that does not mean I am irreverent toward God. It is not in your best interest to mock God. God will not be mocked. If you can't show love or kindness, you should not fulfill a serving role. Churches who practice bigotry need to be shut down. Arrogance is like a blindfold. You think you're fine until you fall into a pit of snakes. If you're a pastor and you don't have time to help your flock, there is something wrong with your priorities. Going to back to my first observation, but in a different light. Christians should not worry about political affairs because God is in complete control and he knows what he is doing. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Suicide is never the answer. God gave you a life and made you an individual with a purpose. Don't waste it. Nobody wants to hang around a Debbie Downer. Someone who is always down on everything because if you're like that, it means the devil has taken away your joy. Get it back! If you will rage quit on a video game, you will rage quit on anything that you think is too hard or stress inducing. And when people need you, you will tell, you will let them down. If a game is not going your way, don't rage quit. Tough it out. See it through. When you tell a lie, it's like a cat burying its feces. Just like a cat has to add more kitty litter to the top to cover up its poop. You have to add more lies to the original lie, each one more unbelievable. That has been 36 Christian Observations by yours truly, the Gentleman Patriot. Bye-bye.
Hello, I am the Gentleman Patriot, your comrade in arms against the leftist agenda. Today I'd like to talk about how some of the Democrats want to end the electoral process, which I think is dumb. And I'm sure I'm not wrong here. <clears throat> now. Excuse me. For those of you who aren't in the know, <clears throat> how the Electoral College works is every state has a certain amount of congressmen and members of the House of Representatives. For each member of Congress or the House that a state has, they get an elector, which goes the day after election and casts their vote on who they think should be the next president. And I don't know how this works, but I believe the Electoral votes have more way than the public votes. I'm not sure. It could be equal. Don't quote me on it again. And there has to be, like I said, about a 270 majority for a president to be elected. Now, we shouldn't have the Electoral College be removed because the Democrats are swaying their votes by buying their votes. What they're doing, the smaller Democratic mayors, and what have you, go to bigger cities when they want to, shall we say, increase their amount of money they get by their population, and they'll say, hey, I'll move you free of charge and you can continue to do what you've been doing. And you can get your benefits just as you've been doing. As long as you continue voting for me and my successors. On the larger end, those who want to go for Congress or President or whoever, whatever. Their motives are a little different, but still similar. What they're doing is, sure, you can have that free health care, so you can get that plastic surgery, 
And sure, you can have that free cell phone service that Obama mandated. But you gotta continue to vote for us. Even after I'm out of office, you need to continue to vote for my successors. Well, as long as they're going to play Dirty Pool, we need the Electoral College. Matter of fact, we need the Electoral College no matter what. That's all I need to say on the matter. And y'all have a nice day.
In this Bible study session, we are going to read about the birth of Christ, as told by Matthew. We will be reading from Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, to Matthew chapter 1, verse 25. Matthew one eighteen. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public Example was minded to put her away privily. 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. 22. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord, by the prophet, saying, Matthew 20, or 23, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being translated is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Greetings and welcome to the Inspiration Station, your home for conservative Christian 
audio content. I am your DJ and host, The Gentleman Patriot. On this channel, we will have news, Bible study, interviews, and more. I hope to see you online. Bye-bye.
Bible Study Episode 2. The Visit of the Wise Men. Matthew 2, verse 1. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, <clears throat> to saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. 3. When Herod the king was, or had heard these things, he was troubled and at all Jerusalem with him. 4. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. 5. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. 6. And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. 7. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired to them diligently what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. 9. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. 10. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. 11. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. 12. And being warned of God in a dream, they should not return to Herod. They departed into their own country another way. The Flight to Egypt 13. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, 
Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod and that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying out of Egypt I have or have I called my son when I count backwards from five start breathing slowly five four three two one with your eyes closed and your breath at a good pace imagine you are in a garden the sun shining you are in a wooded part of the garden you see a bench you sit down you feel the warmth of the sun and it reminds you of god's love envision god's love permeating your entire being from the inside out first your heart then your entire chest then your entire torso you feel the warmth of god's love spreading through your extremities arms and hands legs and feet finally you feel it in your head from your neck up your spinal cord to your brain now imagine the light of god's love permeating you so gently but so powerfully that it is visible as light with this you remembered we are called to be a light to the lost open your eyes the meditation is over heavenly father may we remember that you are the light of the world and you are in us and all around us me we be the light to someone else amen
Inspiration Station, your home for conservative Christian audio content. I am your DJ and host, The Gentleman Patriot. On this channel, we will have news, Bible study, interviews, and more. I hope to see you online. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. It is I, the Gentleman Patriot. And I saw something on the internet this morning that made me chuckle. Our president, Joe Biden, even though knowing how old he is, wants to run for office again in 2024. Now, he is the oldest living president to have taken office. The one before that, that was the second closest was old Ronnie Reagan back in the 80s and 70s. So, I think he's making a big mistake trying to do it again. Because, this time, he is going to be beat by Trump, hopefully. And... I think, should he try and get elected, I don't think he could do the full term. I don't think he's healthy enough. 
which means if he's going to have Kamala Harris as his vice president again, which, why wouldn't he? That's his M.O. That means if he were to die while in office, she'll take over and she'll run this country even deeper in the red. I'm not speaking monetarily. She's a communist. Think about it. I think they should leave well enough alone for everyone's sakes. But you and I both know that will not happen. That's all I gotta say. Have a blessed day. Greetings and welcome to the Inspiration Station, your home for conservative Christian audio content. I am your DJ and host, The Gentleman Patriot. On this channel, we will have news, Bible study, interviews, and more. I hope to see you online. Bye-bye.